Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Cue the toilets if I haven't yet. I could cue them again. I could cue them as much as I want. Cue them a whole bunch of times. I could probably make like a remix or something. Listen, I'm happy. We can a cue club the toilets. toilet remix. <laughs> Let's cue the toilets for the rest of the episode because there actually was a bathroom. Which. Hey everyone, welcome to A Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. And if you want to help support the podcast, you can head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Sign up and you will get a ton of behind the scenes content, including pictures, videos, and a full report card of every place we've ever visited and graded and much more. So again, you can hop on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Support us, support these local businesses, and uh, become an A-grader. My name, of course, is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by... <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. Yep. And we are... Well, we're at another coffee roaster this week. I was excited for this one. Yeah, me too. This was one of the first times that we went into more of downtown Manhattan, New York City, as you would kind of view it from anywhere else in the country. We were in the heart of Manhattan today. Yeah, it was funny because we were sort of talking about this in preparation for these couple of next episodes that we're going to do where we obviously, if you listen to the podcast, we travel not only all over the country, but now all over the world, having done the Italy series over the summer. And it's almost funny in the sense that we sometimes overlook what's right in our backyard. Obviously, we live on Long Island in New York. So there's lots of stuff that will hit up locally, especially as we get busy during the school year. But there's a ton more in New York City itself, which is maybe an hour and a half car drive, depending upon traffic, of course or an hour and a half train ride. But I sort of compared it to how, if you know anybody who grew up in New York City, they often will tell you things like, I've never been to the Statue of Liberty, or I've never visited the Empire State Building because it's right there. And that's sort of how I feel a little bit about us visiting New York City for <laughs> yeah. coffee roasters and craft breweries. We just, we've done a few. I We went to Other Half last year in Brooklyn, but right. we haven't, and Devotion Coffee in Brooklyn as well last year. But that's pretty much and We it. went to Bridge and Tunnel in Queens. Bridge and Tunnel. But that's, that's pretty much it. There hasn't been a ton that No, we've and done. we haven't done any yet in Manhattan itself. Yeah, we haven't done any reviews in Manhattan. So we figured it was time. And we did a little research because we were actually, we decided we had for quite some time wanted to go to the Museum of Natural History because there's a killer rock exhibit there. Mm -hmm. And it was killer. I don't know if we're going to review that at some point, but it was awesome. It was awesome. But of course, if we're going to go all the way to the Museum of Natural History, naturally... We're going to hit up some coffee roasters in Manhattan because we otherwise, why would we would be on the west side yeah. of Manhattan? <laughs> uh, well, to check out awesome coffee roasters. So, yeah. And I was really encouraged to see that all around the Museum of Natural History, which is on the kind of upper west side, up west of Central Park, there were a lot of coffee roasters to choose yeah. from. So, I'm definitely assuming that we're going to go back soon and check out some of these other places but we picked two that really struck us when we were looking around and researching on google maps one will have the episode right now and then probably next week we'll do the second one that we went to yeah definitely i think that's uh that's the way to do it so that's kind of <laughs> what the next two episodes will be yeah and it was funny because when we started looking at different roasters on the upper west side i guess we sort of found ourselves in a position where, oh my God, this is going down a rabbit hole. We better just pick two. So I picked one that stood out to me the most 
which we're going to talk about right now. And you picked the second one, which we'll talk about next yes. week. But yeah, let's talk about this uh, this first one. So this was the one I picked, which was the first one we went to, as I mentioned. And that was Coffee Aficionado? Aficionado Coffee Roasters? Ah, how do I not remember the name? Aficionado Coffee Roasters. Aficionado, which I can barely say to begin with. Yes. Coffee Roasters. Yes. Okay, Aficionado Coffee Roasters on the west side in Manhattan in New York City. Yes. That's it. <laughs> if you Google it, I'm pretty sure well, you'll find that. We are recording after a full day of traveling to the city, going to the museum, doing the train, the subway. So if we're a little bit punchy or a little bit tired, that's why. <laughs> it was actually a pretty good travel day, yes. too. You never know with travel. And we have plenty of horror stories from over the summer in Italy with traveling days, <laughs> yeah. entire days of travel. I thought this was pretty painless, relatively yes. speaking. So New York City, it giveth, it taketh. I thought it was great today. Yeah. We didn't have any trouble. It was very smooth. But anyways, yeah, let's get into the uh, grading category. So, of course, if you're joining us for the first time and you've listened this much so far, thank you. Yay! <laughs> if you're a returning listener, you know the routine. But for everybody who hasn't been here, uh, what are our four categories? Our first category is atmosphere and ambiance. Then we will grade service. Then we will grade coffee. And finally, we will grade food. Yep, and then we'll give our overall letter grades, and I don't know, maybe we'll battle it out. I don't know where we're going to go with this I got one. my green tea here. Maybe yeah. I'll be hyper by the end. I don't know. Yeah. I took a nap on the train. I had a good train nap. <laughs> we did nap on the train for about 30 straight minutes, so we are ready to go. I'm ready to roll. Let's do it. So uh, first category, atmosphere Why and ambiance. Why don't you start us off with atmosphere and ambiance, since I normally do? Okay, Let's fine. switch it fine. up a little. Fine. Yeah. Tell us about what fine. did you think that about the atmosphere and ambiance here in this coffee roaster? So I thought this is an interesting distinction when you start to get into, I mean, I guess you could divide coffee roasters by like suburban and urban in some ways. I mean, there's lots of ways probably Wait, to categorize different types of coffee roasters, but there's definitely a distinction when you start to think about, well, when you're in a city, you have certain restrictions, you have certain limitations, you have certain constraints in terms of the space that you occupy. Whereas if you have a coffee roaster, like Mongo's Coffee Roaster in Syosset, New York, which is probably one of the local ones that we love the most that is not in any sort of town or city setting. It's kind of in a light industrial park. They have plenty of room and space to work with with their building to do what they want with their vision. It's a very big building. And they do. It's a great place. It's a actually called Coffee Roastery and Lounge. And it is exactly that. It's a beautiful lounge. Whereas in cities, you might purchase or rent a certain type of building and you have to make that building, that space work for you. And so that's always something that I find really fascinating, whether it's a craft brewery that we go to in a city versus out in the suburbs or a coffee roaster or any other type of place. So that's always on my mind when we find something that looks really cool online, which we do a little bit of preliminary research usually on something like Google Maps. And I thought I said to you, at some point today that I thought when I saw this one on Google Maps that it stood out to me as one of those places that looks good on Google Maps, but that doesn't always translate. And I felt as if this was either going to knock it out of the park or it was going to have a big swing and miss. And I thought, starting with the atmosphere and ambiance, that it was really cool. I thought that they did a fantastic job. It sort of was on the street corner near the water on the west side. Right across from a New York City park. Yeah, there was a park there. A dog park. 
Yeah, there were seats outside, which I really liked. There were seats inside, but it was limited. It was a pretty small space. So I love that they were able to fit seats on the outside. So you had that option. We sat inside, which I thought was great because I really wanted to get a sense of inhabiting the interior, which again, wasn't anything too outrageous, but it was just a really nice balance of white colors. They had the dark black ceiling, the the, the white and black sort of balance of color was really just clean and sleek. And the pops of green plants. The green they had plants, yeah. Green hanging plants everywhere. And I'm starting to notice that when we go into coffee roasters and there's actual live plants, it brings a lot to my experience. And especially when the plants are hanging rather than simply potted, these were great. So they didn't have a lot of art on the walls or anything, mm -hmm. but there were plants hanging down from the wall. So they took up a lot of space and it felt like. I don't know. It felt really nice to be in there. Yeah, I agree. And I feel as if as well, it was one of those places we talk about this all the time. I mean, unfortunately, sometimes we go to a roaster and we basically order our stuff and we think, when's the next place? Can we just go? Right. <laughs> and we wanted to very much stay here. We also got, I think, the best table in the corner. We did. It was a perfect two-person table to sort of sit at and chill. But they had a little sort of um, ledge where in the middle where somebody was doing work on their laptop yeah, and that ledge was kind of set up like a bar there were high stools and it yeah. was a short bar area that was right in the middle it was really a good utilization of space there was also yeah. the couch with pillows mm -hmm. and all really pretty decorative white and contemporary kind of style there going on it and cool. it was really looked like a comfortable spot to sit as well yeah and the coffee bar itself is right there when you walk in and it's not big there's really it what was really cool to me was it felt as if there was a ton in there without feeling cramped yeah but it was, still was a very small space in fact where they do the pour overs is right when you walk in before you continue shifting over to the actual espresso machine and where you order and where they have their pastries displayed and that sort of stuff. So there's a lot going on in, in a tiny area. But I thought that, relatively speaking, they probably were doing as best that they could with, with exactly that space. So I thought that was really cool. That was sort of really impressive overall. Yeah, there's something that I really like about when you're in a more urban coffee roaster where they can transform it a little bit, where it goes from feeling yeah. urban to fe feeling more cozy and rural and homey. Yeah, I and forgot that I was in Manhattan. That, yeah, it, I love walking into a place and having that transformative type of experience where you feel like you're stepping into something else. Mm -hmm. And in Manhattan, you could very easily go for the sleek, clean, professional kind of look. But I didn't feel like they were going for that there. Everything was clean, but it was really cozy and homey. Well, when I say it felt sleek to me, I, I sort of more mean along those lines of what you're saying. Because sleek can sometimes almost feel sterile, right? Yes, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, right. and it wasn't that it wasn't at all. That it, was, it was sleek contemporary, more yeah. so might be the way to describe it. I'm not an interior design person. <laughs> me neither, so. but I'm thinking we maybe you should no, I, I'm, learn some I, of these words. I'm probably not using any of the Podcast. Yeah, I'm probably not using any of the right nomenclature or terminology. The decor whatever was it's baller. It, it, it yeah, was no, they did a great job well with it. They did out. a great job yeah. with it. Uh, was there anything else that you noticed about atmosphere and ambiance? I don't think so. The only other thing I'll say we'll get into later is when we first walked in, we were welcomed 
by the people working there and it felt really great to be in there. It felt like the employees wanted us to be there, which does impact my atmosphere and ambiance. Yeah, there's actually a lot else to talk about, I think, with the service in particular that lends itself to the atmosphere and ambiance. But we'll get to that next, of course. Of course, as well, we can't continue without this week's rendition of... The bathroom corner. I was going to say cue the toilets. Oh. I'm going to do a sad trumpet because you okay. threw me off. Well, look. No, sad trombone. It's funny because you're the one that's going to have to suffer with all the editing. Even yeah, though you know I what? messed up. <laughs> it's worth it just to troll you. Well, sometimes you look at me and you're like, you give me the hands like, go. And I didn't know if you meant to say bathroom corner or cue the toilets. And I guess wrong. I don't know what it I'm was doing. It 50-50. Yeah, there's, there's no way to tell what I'm thinking. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Cue the toilets if I haven't yet. I could cue them again. I could cue them as much as I want. Cue them a whole bunch of times. I could probably make like a remix or something. Listen, I'm happy. We can a cue club the toilets. toilet remix. <laughs> Let's cue the toilets for the rest of the episode because there actually was a bathroom. Which yes. are few and far between apparently in some coffee roasters. Cough, cough. Listen to last two week ago episode. I was so glad that there was a bathroom because you're right. It feels as if this is something that we've run into too many times at coffee roasters where they're just not interested in having a bathroom. And it's something I don't know if we mentioned after our whole Italy experience was the fact that I don't think there was one coffee shop, roaster, cafe, anything like that in Italy that didn't have a working bathroom in the whole country. And I think it's because they skirt the line a little bit about being legal. <laughs> I don't even... I don't, I, pun intended, I don't give a shit if it's legal or not. It's what I want. And the customer's always right. And the customer has to poop. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when the customer has to poop. Then they're definitely right. Uh, no, I don't necessarily have to poop, but I. it's a coffee place. I drink coffee. I have to go to the bathroom yeah. if I'm drinking coffee there. Of course. It's entrapment of course. otherwise. Of course. They, they have food there. So come on. Well, well they the, had a bathroom. <laughs> they did have a bathroom. So the bathroom was... I, I liked it. It was simple. It wasn't anything too crazy with bells and whistles, but it was nice. It had some character. I remember there were some... Was it green paint or it was it was dim? Yeah. I like that it was dim. It was I think it had a stained glass window. Yeah, it had like a, a window that was nice, sort of above the toilet. Again, I just remember the sink being like greenish or something and, and metal. That sounds like I'm just describing a normal sink. It was actually a nice bathroom. It was yeah. a decent bathroom. It was clean. Yeah, there there wasn't anything remarkable about it, but there wasn't anything unremarkable about it. I would say on my bathroom scale, I'm always a sucker for really crazy touches, music, mouthwash. I mean, we've had all of these things, stories on the wall, yeah. riddles. We've We've seen this at other places. So it didn't have any of that, which is fine. So I would say it was maybe a BB minus bathroom. It was a good bathroom. It was a good, solid I bathroom. Agree. I was happy yeah. with it. Above I was very average, happy with it. It was great. So again, that's not at all a criticism. It's it was it was I was very happy. After our some of our previous bathroom experiences, I'm very glad it was a very good bathroom. Um yeah, it was very serviceable. So that's yeah. those are my thoughts on bathroom. And I think closing up atmosphere and ambiance, the only thing that we always, always, always like want more of is it sounds like this coffee roaster is really, really, really good at sourcing their beans from farms that they have visited and know and go to. And this is really rare. Um, One of the baristas or maybe the manager. You're his, getting into service. His name is Kevin. He, well, this is part of atmosphere and ambiance too. Uh, maybe yeah, not. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll save Throw it. off the whole formula. I'll save it. I'll save it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pause that thought, but good source beans. Save it for later. <laughs> well, I think what the point that you're trying to get to is that sometimes that 
can be known oh, with pictures or yes that's yeah. where i was sort of going um i would have maybe loved a little bit maybe in the bathroom a little background about the roaster but that's also could or come on the wall yeah braggy sometimes or like maybe we, ro- we you know yeah. i don't know but that's just a, a thought about atmosphere and ambiance yeah. so i'm gonna go for letter grade for atmosphere and ambiance i think uh, i'm kind of between b plus and a minus I'm going to go A minus because of what I'm going to probably say next with service and sort of how that lends itself to the atmosphere and ambiance. You know, I think if you're looking just aesthetically, it's absolutely above average. There is the constraint that it is a relatively small place just because that's the space that they have to work with. But also the fact that they did a fantastic job, I think, is is great, too. That's awesome as well. And there are plenty of coffee roasters that are even bigger that don't have even anywhere to sit or a bathroom. So I all of that considered, I was so happy and so comfortable there. I think A minus with all of that sort of weighed makes sense to me. I already locked in A minus as well before you, you. bastard. <laughs> before you even said anything for this all is, the this same. This is great reasons. television. We're, we'll just give all the same grades. <laughs> this is happening more and more often. I know it's disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that leads us to service. So you already started, but yeah, I'll. I guess I'll Go right into keep, it. Keep diving in. Yeah. I thought, it, it, well, it's interesting. Let me go back a little bit because we have actually had this conversation that sometimes in a busy urban setting, service is not quite as good as when you go to a more quiet industrial area where maybe they have more time or it's not as crowded. But this place blew any urban service experience that we've had out of the water, in my opinion. It's interesting you say that because that was sort of something that came up when we did our Philadelphia episodes back, I think it was probably last winter. Yeah, eight, nine months ago now. And that was something where we were sort of saying, because we visited maybe five, six coffee roasters on that trip. And we were sort of like, oh, is our urban coffee roasters just not engaging with the service experience? But then we find places in the middle of cities and they're outstanding. And we sort of think, okay, we're not crazy. This is possible. I love New York, man. It's It was awesome. We we walked in and immediately the, I guess, manager. Yeah, Kevin, the manager. Yeah, Kevin. Shout out to Kevin. Yeah. Hopefully you're listening right now. Kevin said, hi, welcome. They kind of called us right over. It was almost like they were excited to see us. And this felt really good to me because I also noticed when people were coming in that were locals with their dogs or with their kids, Kevin also knew their names. He knew people's names and was saying hi to yeah, people the by other name. Bur- the other baristas did yeah. as well. Yeah. And I thought that sometimes when you have a place that has a big local base, they sometimes aren't as welcoming to outsiders. Again, this did not happen today at all. I think mm-hmm. from start to finish, our service experience was exceptional. Kevin let us smell the beans when you ordered your pour over. He talked to us about where we're from. He gave us suggestions for an upcoming trip we're planning to do, which we'll announce at some point in time, I'm sure. And he was actually from that area. So he gave us a list of like 15 places to check out. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is above this is above and beyond to me. The um the guy who was making our espresso drinks he was so nice when he when i was ordering my drink he made sure i knew where to get my lid and a straw if i wanted one they just made me feel so welcome the whole time we were there it had 
such a good feel in there that starts from the service. We learned a little bit about the beans and how they travel to go to the farms, how they email with the farmers who actually grow the beans and get them fresh. We learned where they do their roasting in New Jersey. And we just got so much great background information. Um, we even, I mean, we got the manager's name, Kevin. And again, when we go in, these places do not know that we're doing a podcast. He does not know we're going in and reviewing the experience. He went above and beyond to make us feel comfortable, welcome, have a conversation. I really loved it, as you can tell by the way I'm talking. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because sometimes you just go into a place and there's just a vibe. There's an air and you sort of get the feeling as if it's not that you're not welcome, but if people aren't happy to be there, you're not going to be happy to be there. And everybody working there seemed happy to be there. And you you felt that. It was just such a welcoming environment across the board with everybody who I interacted with. And particularly, as you pointed out, Kevin, I asked him about, well, I won't say too much about the pour over coffee I got yet, but he even was very immediately receptive to, oh, okay, you want to maybe smell this. He's bean, like, are you a coffee nerd? Are yeah, you a he, coffee he picked, nerd? He actually asked this me. This one's the I most think. dialed in. Yeah, do you he want actually it? asked me if I was a coffee he nerd, did. I think. Because then he went off. Yeah, yeah. and then he, he Do you went want off. floral? Do you want nutty? Yeah. What do you, you know, not light, medium, yeah, and dark. Let's you he smell was, the beans. Yeah. We were talk- I was talking to him for probably five, 10 minutes at least. And then we talked to him much more after. So yeah, everything you say, I, I 100% agree with. I think this is pretty clear straightforward and i hate to say that because it means i'm probably gonna i'm guessing i'm probably gonna have to put in fireworks am i correct yes you are all right so i'm gonna well you what grade do you give oh without a doubt an a without a doubt i thought we were going f for fireworks (laughs) a sorry sorry kevin but absolutely amazing and awesome (laughs) yeah i'm I'm, I'm gonna go a as well cue the fireworks have fun editing future future (laughs) joe Yeah, I think that's uh, about right. I mean, it's it's great. Like we say, they don't have to be this engaging. A lot of places aren't, and they they were, and it definitely shows their passion. It shows their interest, and it makes you want to go. Yeah, it makes you want to go back. It makes me want to makes me want to tell people. I will tell people now from Long Island. I, I mentioned to him that we were from out on Long Island, a couple hours away. I will tell people to go into the city and go to this coffee roaster. It's worth visiting. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. worth. Mm-hmm. traveling out of your way for mm-hmm. that's I the could, difference we're gonna go back with without yeah. a doubt we'll we'll stop if we're ever in the area yeah definitely yeah so coffee the all-important coffee category oh yeah take us away so this was an interesting one for a few reasons but as i mentioned with the service experience he was obviously very knowledgeable about the beans themselves And what was cool, too, was that as I talked more, he sort of described the beans even in more depth because he could sort of obviously as well tell that I knew a little bit about coffee beans and and coffee flavor profiles, that sort of thing. So, of course, I got the pour over brew and I think there were four or five options. And I straight up asked him, I said, which one do you think is the most dialed in? And he recommended the uh, it wasn't the Guatemalan. Rwanda. The Rwandan, right? Yes. Yeah. And he said, yes, it's going to be very floral. It's going to be very smooth, tea-like. And I got to tell you, this was one of the top pour-overs I've ever had. And I told him that exactly that. And the fact as well that I've had pour-overs all across the country, now in Italy. And this was top tier. I mean, this was definitely in my top 10, maybe my top five of pour-overs I've ever had. And the profile was spot on, first of all, that really sweet, 
bright floral flavor, super smooth, and just how it was served as well. He did the pour over. It's a for anybody who doesn't know a, a fresh open pour brewing method where you pour the water directly over the beans. And you're able to control so many factors and get this rich flavor profile without having to add milk and sugar, obviously. And just the way that they served it in this kind of, what was it, ceramic mug with a side of basically seltzer water to cleanse your palate. That's something that you see sometimes when you order espresso at really nice places. I've never had somebody give that to me. I've had people give me water with my pour over, but never seltzer, which does work as a great palate cleanser. That's why they give it to you with espresso sometimes so that you are going to get the full actual experience of the the brew. A coffee drinking experience. Yeah. This wasn't just try this pour over. We made it and it's not dialed in, but it's the only one we have. Like whatever. This was an experience. Or sometimes sit and you enjoy this. (laughs) Sometimes we go and they say, oh, we can do a pour over or whatever you want. That's that's usually not great. No, it's usually not what you want. The pour over equipment was here was here was out front and in the center. It wasn't like it was hidden in the back, which Mm -hmm. we sometimes see. They were featuring pour overs. Yeah. And that was sort of what I was saying with the atmosphere and ambiance as well. It's almost a shame because this place is so good and he's so good that I would love a long pour over bar to stand stand at or sit at (laughs) and chat more. It's kind of right when you go in, but they've done a great job with the space that they have again. Anyways. Yeah. So absolutely outstanding. Like I can't recommend the coffee here enough. I would have loved to have tried other stuff, but as we said, we had to go to other adventures, but what about your, uh, your drink? So I have officially made the switch from lattes to cappuccinos. (gasps) I know. So I used to do a lot of lattes, but I was finding that they're too milky Mm. right now. And I've kind of dialed in as we've been doing the podcast, my own taste and what I like. And cappuccinos and lattes, you're basically trying the espresso either way. You're, You're really judging how well they can mix the flavors either way, you're still tasting a very similar thing, but there's just less milk in the cappuccino. Yeah. So I thought my cappuccino was phenomenal. I had an iced cappuccino and I don't know if they had any sweeteners or flavors or anything like maple or lavender Mm. to put in, but I really didn't need it. I thought yeah, it was interesting. really good. There was an awesome layer of kind of foamed milk at the top mm-hmm. that made the drink look beautiful. And I thought it was balanced really well between the espresso and the oat milk. The only thing that I wish I had was I wish I had it in ceramic as well. Yeah. Why wasn't yours in ceramic? Maybe because I got it iced instead of hot. Oh, I actually am disappointed I didn't order it hot because I think it would have been even better hot because it would have been a little less milk Mm. and even better balance. But I can tell they know how to make espresso drinks and they use really good espresso beans without a doubt. You could taste the coffee in this cappuccino. Well, it was funny because... What did you think? Yeah. Well, as soon as he, I started talking to uh, Kevin, the manager, and I got a sense that this guy is really on his coffee game because he originally asked me, oh, do you like f- fruity of this type or, or maltier? And the more I talked to him, I said, I'm in your hands. Whatever you recommend, yeah. whatever you think is most dialed in, I will try because, yeah, I, I typically like the brighter, fruitier, Ethiopian type pour over. But if you're going to say to me that you have a killer, malty, chocolatey, Colombian brew on pour over, 
and that's your best one, I will I will try that because if that's A grade, it's worth trying over something else that's not. Right. Or that's, again, just not maybe what you ideally feature, whatever. But yeah, I thought your cappuccino was great too. I didn't know that it was unflavored. I, I thought, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was really well, good. Well, that's a testament to yeah. the cappuccino if you think it's flavored and it's not. It was yeah. just oat milk and espresso. Yeah. It was I mean, they delicious. Know, they know what they're doing. I thought it was better than any cappuccinos I had in Italy. Yeah. Well, I had good cappuccinos in Italy, but I didn't have anything like this espresso that yeah. we had today. Well, this is what I've been talking about with a lot of people in the coffee scene since we got back, because obviously Italians, they have good coffee. They know how to brew coffee. And it's almost like I've come to the conclusion, and this is probably highly controversial, but I don't, I don't give a shit if you think that, because I'm pretty sure I'm right, that... Well, of course I'm right, obviously. What am I talking about? Why else would we be doing this podcast if we weren't right about everything I, all the time? I think this is true because I've said this to <laughs> several now baristas yes. and or owners of roasters. And I think it's pretty accurate that in Italy, you're going to have fewer terrible coffee experiences, but you're going to have fewer phenomenal coffee experiences. Right. Whereas and, in America, yes. you're going to have a lot of trash coffee experiences. If you listen to our podcast and you get the good recommendations, you're going to have way more phenomenal experiences, too. That That's about over, accurate, right? That pour over that we had today was arguably the best cup of coffee I've had in my entire life. It was amazing. Yeah. It was it was amazing. Insane. It was insane. That coffee, I, I actually had the thought that it was the best dialed in pour over that I've ever tasted in my life. I would say it's in my top five that for was sure. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, it probably, if I really listed them and really thought about them, it could be number one. That's just to say that there's a lot of great different types of pour overs out there. And this is elite top tier. This yeah. is really good. Yeah. yeah. Kevin, thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to go. Did I start coffee? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go A for coffee. <laughs> I, I, I think it's stupid to go anything but A for coffee. I think here. we have to put in more fireworks because. Damn it. <laughs> Why can't you just argue with me? Give an you A know, minus. I I thought about A minus, but because I was like, oh, maybe it would have been better if I had my cappuccino in a ceramic cup. Yeah, but then you're but then an I, A minus for asshole. Then that's ridiculous. Yeah. That I'm the asshole, yeah. and also I ordered an iced cappuccino. Of no, course, get it's real. gonna come in a to go cup. Get real. I loved it. I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. I think we have really ethically sourced beans. I yeah, it was thought it was amazing. Great. Yeah, definitely a for amazing. an A. There's no question yeah. about it. And that leads us to, or leaves us with food. food. So, what do you think of food? So for food, we got avocado toast. Yes. And I think that was all we got, right? Yeah. yeah, because they had pastries and they had some other options for food, but we normally go with the avocado toast. I thought it was super unique and really good. It had yeah. a salad on the side with arugula. Yeah. And what was that? It was great. No, it was amazing. But I was so shocked that we ordered avocado toast and it came with a salad, basically, an yeah, arugula salad. With homemade dressing, it seemed like. And yeah. I, I love that because I was like, oh, I don't need to eat salad today. I don't need to find an excuse to eat greens and pretend as if I'm healthy. Right. It's already been done for me. <laughs> yeah. That was amazing to me. I love that so much because you could mix the arugula, uh, put it on top of the avocado toast. You could eat it separate. And I got my greens in for the day. Yeah. That was awesome. And the avocado toast, the toast was actually toasted. Yeah. There were cucumbers on top and it had a kind of oil and vinegar flavor, I think, on se seasoning it. That was on the 
I think, arugula salad. It was oil and vinegar. Yeah. Which is amazing because I normally don't like uh, vinegar, but I thought that it was really well balanced. So again, that was amazing. That was great. I loved the avocado toast. I, as people know that listen to this podcast, I normally don't eat breakfast. And a lot of times when we go to coffee roasters, I try the stuff much, much later. I saw you sawing through that avocado toast with your knife. I was not passing up. I thought it was was delicious. Yeah. And I, I wonder how the pastries would be. I I don't know. I should have. I mean, again, I wish I had tried more pastries. All I can say is that, well, you give your letter grade, I guess. But there I, were other things such as pastries. I think there were some other sandwiches maybe that they had too. I'm going to go B plus. I loved it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel as if it was fantastic and they did have other options. I'm just going to go from my experience. I'm going to go A because... Oh wow! Yeah, it was it was amazing. I didn't expect a free salad with my avocado toast. <laughs> it was that, one of the best avocado. That's above and beyond had. to me. That's outstanding. Yeah. If it were just really good avocado toast without the arugula salad, yeah, I probably would have given it a minus B plus. Yeah. But that added on, I, I got my greens for the day. I can't argue with that. Again, the pastries, if I tried them, they might have just been really good, and maybe then that's a B plus or an A minus overall. But my experience, and again, this That's is often right. what we say, it's based on our own experience as well. I thought it was an A. I thought it was outstanding. So I think that that is just as valid. I like the touch of cucumber, too. Yeah, it was. It was so really they, he, they had cut cucumber, which is great because cucumber is a very base flavor. It's almost very neutral. So it's very refreshing with all these other flavors going on on the avocado toast, such as lemon. There was crushed red pepper. So it was spicy. It was sweet. It was bitter. And the cucumber melds so well with all of that. Yeah. That's like an art form. It really Like is. that was really well calculated and formulated. I don't think I've had yeah, you're right. that complex of an avocado toast ever, maybe. Yeah. So I, again, usually my standard for A-grade food is something crazy like reanimator coffee roasters in philadelphia i went b plus instead where they have an actual bakery in the coffee roaster so that's obviously next tier as well but there's different ways to get a's in my book and i thought that was outstanding i i loved it i would get that all the time if i if i lived right there so yeah good for you i agree (laughs) (laughs) what do you think what are our letter grades what do we got so for atmosphere and ambiance we both gave a Mm minus for service we both gave a Mm -hmm. for coffee we both gave a for food, Joe gave an A. I gave a B plus. Oh, okay. I know my letter grade. I'm between two. <laughs> but I'm going to go with my heart. I'm ready. I'm going to go with my heart. Yeah. Here we yeah. go. Three, two, two one. A. a for aficionado yeah! coffee roasters. <laughs> I think that's about A for accurate. Yes. An A. Uh, yeah. Fireworks. Oh, yeah, fireworks. Even if you didn't put them in the rest of the episode, they have to go here. Super fireworks. Isn't it crazy how, like, sometimes we find a place and we're thinking, eh, maybe it's a C, maybe it's satisfactory. And then we find another place and we really think about it and we just come to the conclusion that we're kind of assholes if it's not an A. You got to be honest. And this this was an A-grade experience. It was fantastic. This is a destination coffee roaster. it was great. This is, if you're in New York City, go here. You will be welcomed. You can go with... One person, you can sit outside, you can sit inside, you can sit on a bench, you can work there. It is such a treat in the middle of the busy Manhattan. You're walking into a cozy little atmosphere of a place where you feel welcome. If we live there, we would be locals. I loved this place. I thought it was was one of the best we've been to this year. We made hopefully a friend. Hi, Kevin, if you're listening. And I can't wait to go back. 
Yeah, I can't wait to share it and tag it with them because that's not always the case. I know. We've we've been on a rough go of it with coffee roasters. It's on feast the or famine. Yeah, it's I it's hit or miss, I feel our last with couple a lot of coffee roasters of lately. Grades, we were pretty low. I mean, we haven't had a coffee roaster that had a bathroom open in the last couple of episodes. Maybe not. <laughs> so you know, we've had a rough go of it. It was great. It was really this cool. one was great. I'm so glad that I picked this one. So glad. So Good glad job. that my intuition is A grade. Yeah, you're you're really killing you it right now. Yeah. Well, it's a team effort. It is a team effort. Mostly me, but it's still part of the team. <laughs> well, the rocks were pretty cool also. Which we'll probably talk more about next week. We'll have to talk more about next week. There's a lot more to talk about next, next week. Next week will be a much shorter episode, I think, with the coffee roaster we went to. Maybe. So we'll supplement a little bit by talking about I the would like mineral to s- and gemming. I would like to say as well, before we conclude, yeah. that- for the record, if you're not from New York, because I know we have listeners, we have fans who are not from New York. Yes. Uh, Bill. Hey, one Bill. Of, one of our biggest fans yeah. out in the San Francisco Bay Area. Oh, I yeah. I think he visited New York recently, though. But um, uh, Rhode Island, too. Yeah, yeah Rhode Island. Yeah. We, 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 have fan, we, we have people that listen from Rhode Island. We have the best fans, <laughs> the greatest fans, huge fans. I hope um, not. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying this because New York City and New York obviously has a reputation and I think it's relatively bullshit. The idea that people in New York are mean or, or gruff. Yeah, you do get that. Obviously, that does come up. But there are very nice people as well. And we found very nice people here. And I've been to, we've been to lots of places around the country and now around the world. And you find assholes everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. But you know what? So are nice people. Yeah. And there were very nice people here. I dug it. I thought yeah. I'm really proud that we found an A-grade coffee roaster right here in New York, our hometown. Yeah, it was great. And I yeah. can't wait to go back. Yeah, so shout out to, uh, it's an A for aficionado coffee roasters. You heard it here. In Manhattan, New York. Check it out. It's worth going out of your way to. Definitely. And we have some really fun episodes coming up. Can I give a little sneak peek of the next two to come? Uh, I don't know what the next two are. I know the one next week is another coffee roaster, but, but what's then the one we after? talked about reviewing something that's not a coffee roaster or a craft beer brewery the that museum? we just bought tickets to today. Oh yeah, no, don't don't spoil All it. All right, I won't spoil it. Stay we'll, tuned. We'll tease. Stay tuned. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. And if you want to help support the podcast and the small businesses that we are going to and supporting ourselves, go to Patreon.com/slash A Grade Podcast. Become an A-grader. You get all that bonus content I talked about. You can see pictures of these places. You get the report card. You can see all our other grades, all our other recommendations. Which the further along we go in reviewing these places, the more the report card would be awesome to have because we've been to a lot of places now and we do have some pretty strong recommendations. We found a couple of really great A-grade places. Oh, absolutely. Lots of... And other places where depending upon what exactly what you're looking for, you might decide to go for one reason or another. You're traveling, you're road tripping, you're just in the city, you got to get takeout, whatever the case is. So again, patreon.com slash podcast. You can get all of that there if you sign up to support the podcast. Uh, there's a link in the episode description, wherever you're listening to this, which could be anywhere, I guess, Spotify, Apple, uh, Stitcher, Tinder, Grindr, uh, <laughs> Growler. I don't know. But yeah, uh, subscribe, share this, tweet us, uh, hashtag us facebook instagram hell yeah share like all that stuff We're i don't know what, what do people do what, what do we tell people to do do they share us share they us, post us on like instagram us. if you like stars. if you like this episode put it on twitter put it on facebook yes. put it on instagram <laughs> put it on tell your, a friend telegram it telegraph it i thought you were gonna say telegramma 
Tell a grandma. <laughs> tell a grandma. Tell your grandma. Forget about it. Get out of here. We'll have another New York episode tomorrow. You're Imagine in the if we bike talked lane, like this. Bro. <laughs> that was my favorite interaction today. You're in the bike lane, bro. Oh, that guy? And the other guy, the other woman that was like, they don't cut the grapes in half anymore. Yeah, we heard some strange snippets of conversation <laughs> in New York City. It's a hell of a place. It's hell a of hell a town. Of a place. I love New York, man. Yeah, it's I it's, love New York. It's great. There's no place like it. No place like home. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Hope you guys had a fun time. As we said, we will be back next week with another coffee roaster uh, to wrap up this uh, this little New York City trip we did. Woo! Yeah, fun times. Yes. So, uh, I don't know. You got anything else? That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Now I'm going to go cook some meatballs for dinner. We're going to make some meatballs. Yes. Uh, Since Olive Garden meatballs did not cut it, we're going to make our own. Olive Garden meatballs did not cut it for me. <laughs> Hashtag go back to last episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys uh, for listening. Yeah. Subscribe wherever you listen to this and uh, hope hope to see you next week. Bye. Until then. You, you did buy too soon. I thought you were ending it. I thought you were No, I was going to say, say take care. What, what do I normally say? Take care, be well, drink well. Eat well, eat drink well, be well. Ah, see you next time. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> You're nuts. <laughs>